to the uh, Sportsbet Soccer Podcast. Um, good to have football back, I think. Um, I think we can all agree. It was a pretty predictable uh, opening weekend with uh, all the big five winning. Um, and uh, the faces opposite me don't look as disconsolate as I was imagining. I thought this would have been a bloodbath for multis uh, last weekend. Um, but you two looking pretty fine fettle. This is, uh, this is disappointing for me. I was expecting uh, tears. Um, what's going on? Just giving, giving back to the... To the punters, um, customer no, first it, and last. It, absolutely, Kieran. first weekend of the season. Um, happy to see, you know, really when you see the top five teams winning, it you know garners a lot more interest. Um, customers are happy and ready to play into week two. David, yeah, I was trying to look back at some of the predictions over, um, you know, over history. I think it was was it Decca Records that um, said that the Beatles wouldn't become Anton. <laughs> Alan Hansen said that you can't win with kids. And a bloke called Ollie Jones last week said that Rick Carlson was the biggest pile of crap he's ever seen. Yep, no, that's, um, I think off the job I've got a few apologies to make. Um, look, I grew up with a dad who, um, whenever I was younger and was having sort of arguments with him, he would always say to me, um, you know, I would sort of, truculently say, you know, um, I'm entitled to my opinion dead. I wasn't Australian, don't know why I did it in that voice. Um, <laughs> you were a neighbour there for a second, <laughs> yeah. right? I'm entitled to my opinion and he'd be like, my dad's a, a large Welsh man. He would look at me very firmly and say, he said, that's, that's an excuse that stupid people use who can't justify their arguments. You're entitled to what you can argue. In this house, that's, that's how arguments work. You don't just get to say I'm entitled to my opinion and then get to storm off to your room and masturbate for five hours. Um, which was <laughs> below the belt from him, I thought. But um, it's also something that I subscribe to. <laughs> yeah. It's something that I subscribe to. I hate people who say, um, oh, that's, oh, it's my opinion. Well, your, your opinion's wrong. Opinions can be wrong. Uh, and my opinions were wrong. Richarlison looked like a world beater. Um, and I said that Liverpool didn't think they'd solved any of their problems. Naby Keita looks like... A, 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 if you if you made a Premier League midfielder in a lab, that is what would come out. He looked absolutely sensational. Um, so apologies to um, the good people of Liverpool as a Man Union. They're probably not too fond of me. Uh, anyway, um, let's look ahead anyway to this. Uh, with with that sort of um, apology done, um, I'll try to keep my opinions to a minimum this week and and leave you to uh, experts to. Uh, to um, give people some betting advice. Um, let's have a look at what we've got up. First game, best game of the weekend. It's actually a really pretty shit weekend of fixtures, would you say? Like you, you've got this wonderful high of Premier League being back and then you've got Cardiff versus Newcastle. It's the worst fixture that could have started the weekend. To yeah. have a game on at 9.30pm primetime Saturday night, I think you would choose any fixture on that list above Cardiff Newcastle but we'll make the best as well as we can yeah like literally almost anything West Ham Bournemouth I would pay not to watch I would watch everything else um let's uh let's ignore that one maybe and we'll come back to it we'll start with Chelsea Arsenal the uh, the biggest game of the round uh for Chelsea last week it wasn't quite sorry ball but they still looked fairly convincing against a, a really worryingly poor Huddersfield side um I thought that penalty was Probably a penalty. Um, I don't, I, probably not worth getting into the b- debate about it. Arsenal, conversely, suddenly uh, soundly beaten by City, um, but not without periods of their own pressure. Um, it didn't seem like City had to get out of first gear, which is worrying for just about everybody. Uh, Chelsea, $1.72 in this one. Arsenal, $4.33. Um, one bet that sort of 
piqued my interest, the under 2.5 goals, $2.15. Gentlemen, how do you see this one going? I think Chelsea are um, a bit short at those prices. Um, At the end of the day, Man City were always going to beat Arsenal last week. Always been what price for Man City? (laughs) uh, Probably um, just about (coughs) 50-50, Dave. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Arsenal kind of... If you had to take one sample size of that game, I don't think their defence looks uh, fantastic. No. And Peter Cech playing, Peter Cech playing out from the back uh, is quite joyful to watch. It's like watching my nan play out from the back. She's dead, but um, uh, not far off. I mean, about as convincing. I think this will be something like a score, uh, a score draw. Um, like the bed Huddersfield, who were crap and would probably go down. Um, Does Sarri <clears> start his new goalkeeper that he bought over the summer? Probably the only person he bought in that he really wanted. What was his name, Ollie? Oh, fuck, I've got no idea. I think you're going to go with Kepa, isn't Kepa. it? Kepa. 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 Huddersfield, I guess, down the flanks did give them a bit of uh, trouble and um, Arsenal aren't that bad and Chelsea... Would that starting eleven they'll have look a bit short to that price? Score draw for me. Yeah, score draw. I think that's I think that's a a, a decent shout. Um, Chelsea at home always. Um, it seems to be less of an advantage than for most teams. Arsenal um, team to play with a little less constraints away from home. Um, yeah, interesting. How do you see this one, Kier? Yeah, I would probably still take the view that Chelsea are are the bet. I mean, the, the price. $1.72 is on the short side, as as Dave said. However, Arsenal away from home to the other big five, if you like, have been catastrophic over the last five or six years. I think Chelsea have won seven of the last eight, something like that, at home to to Arsenal. Arsenal, generally speaking, away from home um, concede goals as well. Yeah, it's difficult with one game to read too much into. When people are playing City, they generally lose um, but there's huge worries when you look at all of Arsenal's defenders Torreira looked quite bright when he came on I think he can do something there um, as you know, okay as Gwendozi was at stages he still made a, a huge error as well trying to uh, effectively trying to kick the ball with his wrong foot and apparently 8 million players can't do that so um, there's, there's a lot of worries there and I think Chelsea and probably Hazard as well he's got 3 and 4 at home to Arsenal He'll be back on penalties. He'll play. I think he's probably valued about the. I think about the two thirty mark to score in the game. It's it's a it's a weird game in general. Um, both teams have new managers. Both teams sort of won't win the league. Yeah, won't win the league. Both teams kind of trying to get into new systems. Um, maybe a bit of a watch game it it might be just one of these ones that you stay away from I think the best advice sometimes the best punting advice you can give is is to stay away occasionally Um, is this a stay away? Maybe asking the wrong two people the two people people KPI'd We would would never give that advice (laughs) Um, uh, Crystal Palace versus Liverpool Um, the only real other game that I'll be sort of tuning into the mini match on Optus Sports by the way Optus Sports you know obviously an absolute shocker uh, during the World Cup, their Premier League suite of 
coverage this season. I've been very impressed. The mini-matches, just a nice 22 minutes. You can just pop one on the phone on the way to work. It's a uh, good job, Optus. Um, and uh, Apologies uh, must for hard to say that, are you? Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, I was I was probably the most central figure in the in sports bets uh, lambasting of you throughout the uh, World Cup. So, you know, you can put a name. That's, this is the face. This is the name who, who made uh, a lot of those videos. And I... Um, uh, I don't apologise for them. Uh, they were warranted. Um, but well done. You've uh, upped your game a little bit here. Uh, Crystal Palace, Liverpool. Crystal Palace, I thought, were good. Um, they just look bright. They look incisive. Uh, in Wilfred Zaha, I feel like they've got a player who is maybe just starting to hit his peak. Um, Liverpool, though, for me, the best team of the opening uh, weekend. Uh, I know that you two bulked at that a little bit given that City cruised past Arsenal to a traditionally better team but I thought their front three when it's going just looks terrifying and now with uh, Nebi Keita sort of a a linchpin in midfield and able to drive into that uh, attacking third and really compact that attacking third uh, for them I feel like they're going to be absolutely lethal going forward this season Crystal Palace $6.50 the draw four fifty. Liverpool $1.40 um, feel that's like a heap short, but um, Should we be tell, me, for us, tell me why. No, I absolutely <clears throat> shouldn't. Uh, a, my betting on the Premier League is appalling, and C, my maths is genuinely, <laughs> genuinely worse than a five-year-old's. Um, uh, I'm, I'm whatever the equivalent of like number dyslexic is. Um, yeah, dollar forty feels a bit a bit short. I guess this is the challenge for Liverpool this season that they have to start turning the draws of last year into wins. Um, they're going to get plenty of chances, but I don't think Palace will give them the space that West Ham afforded them last weekend. Uh, nice clean sheet by um, Palace on the road last week, and uh, for those that don't have that young right back, what is it, Juan Bissaka? Is it? Yeah, he's. Uh He's the new on vogue player in fantasy this year, Juan Basaka. Everybody's uh-huh. getting them in. Are there any others? Well, he's only, I think he's gone up uh, 0.1 of a million to 4, but he's 4.1 now. But uh, I had him in my team last week, so I'm quite happy. <laughs> uh, Palace, I reckon, will cause troubles. Um, Gomez is a centre half pairing with Van Dyke at the moment. Um, it's interesting to see how he goes. Uh, I think Allison will have a lot more to do this weekend, but the threats that Liverpool have all over the pitch and now the in-depth uh, options, um, you'd, you'd think Liverpool um, should come out on top, but I reckon not without a scare. How many weeks do you reckon it'll be watching Liverpool before you get comfortable with the fact that their goalkeeper's called Alisson? Well, he's quite a good-looking man. He's very handsome, isn't very he? Very handsome man. Funny enough, like he had nothing to do last week, but I, I think people forgot that he kind of punched a ball that he could easily have caught back out to his box and um, one half wayward kick. Uh, it He's, wasn't perfect. You're clutching the straws when you got Petr Cech as your goalkeeper yeah. as an Arsenal fan. <laughs> uh, but yeah, th- th- this this is materially true. But also, Alisson it didn't blow me away at the World Cup um, with his performances. Um, you know, a, a goalkeeper isn't made by looks alone. Um, uh, I've, I've always said that. <laughs> um, just just give me a quick scorecast for this one. Sadio Mane to score first, maybe? Fuck, he looked sharp in that Yeah, like the, the options are all over. Um, I think Liverpool probably win 2-3-1. Um, I think there's a goal in Palace. Um, and I'll go something a bit rogue here. 
with the likes of Firmino and Salah consistently getting chopped around the box, maybe um, as an outsider, as first goal scorer, Alexander Ar- Arnold, who will take the free kicks. Uh, if you want Liverpool three to one and Trent Alexander uh, uh, Trent Alexander Arnold to score first, you can get that at uh, one hundred and eleven dollars. So uh, sounds a shit price to be honest. Nah, but it's, I don't like uh, that bad if it wins. Yeah, just like just quote it next weekend if it gets up. Well, at the NRL, we've we've got a bit of competition because on the NRL podcast this week, the uh, the lads both do. Uh, everyone does the same game multi, and Joel tipped a one hundred and forty one dollar winner, and uh, Jamie Soward, who's also on the show, tipped a one hundred and four dollar winner. So uh, well, just a little bit of pressure on you two. Um, I, as the host, have no uh, betting. Um, uh, sort of KPIs to hit. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> anything from you? Anything from you on this one, Kieran? Yeah, I, I think the first thing here is that expect goals. I think if you're watching any game this weekend, then that would probably be the one to watch. I think Palace as well at home against the big teams recently over the last couple of years, they've done actually very very well. Um, I do expect Liverpool to score. I think the best bet you can find at short odds. Is, is Palace plus two um, at $1.57. So effectively, if Liverpool win by a goal or if Palace win or draw, you get paid out there. So I think that's a really good bet in this game. Over three and a half, $2.34, another one. If I was going to go for a, a correct score, I would perhaps say something along the lines of two all. Two all. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, that game's going to be, I think, it, yeah. One of the ones I'll be uh, mini-matching on the uh, on the train into work. Um, the only other one I will be mini-matching and with, with trepidation in my fingers will be uh, Man City-Huddersfield because I'm very worried as to what kind of a bloodbath this one will be. Uh, Man City, $1.08, understandably. The draw, $11. Huddersfield, 21 bucks. Um, shorter than Winks, dramatically shorter than Winks. City um, at home against Huddersfield. Um, is there any way that Aaron Moyes boys come out with this with anything other than a, a humiliating loss? Well, last year they actually got, it was, albeit at the end of the season, but they got a nil-all draw out of it. They actually um, played well in both games against City and Guardiola did talk about their system as being, um, which sounds ridiculous, you know, a bit of a kind of trouble for, for them. So, But, you know, Chelsea probably showed kind of last week how you how you deal with them. The one thing I'd say about City is obviously they lost De Bruyne um, during the week. You know, for any other team, that would be a massive blow and that would probably hugely affect their chances of, of doing things this year. For City, it probably means very little. They've got so much strength and depth that, you know, you you look at the three midfielders, you've got um, Fernando, you've, Fernandinho, you've got Gundogan, um, you've got David Silva coming back in, Bernardo Silva mm-hmm. to play as well. They've just got so many ways of dealing with that problem. Certainly, certainly, in, <laughs> certainly in this play, it's, it's not going to be any kind of drama. So I'm, I think you have to look at the, the handicaps. Um, something like minus two, which I think is about $1.83, um, or something like 3 nil or 4 nil. if you're going on a correct score, would be the play here. It's definitely on the shortlist for uh, a contender for final, this the, the 10 nil. Uh, drubbing that the EPL history awaits. Um, if any team are going to do, it'll be City or Liverpool. So um, this is definitely a case that it could go off. Um, and Aguero, who's just so consistent every year, could just have a bag full. Um, I'm going to try and find how much the uh, 10 nil would be. Um, bear with me. About $3 maybe. <laughs> 
City 10 nil, 200 bucks. Not bad. One other angle, actually, as well for, for City here is one player who's really kind of stood out, um, certainly last week, and how he played was, was Mendy. So he gives them a different kind of threat than that they had last year. He was effectively injured all of the season. They had Fabian Delph, who did an admirable job, but pretty much defensively there. Going forward, he was giving them nothing. If you actually looked at them against against Arsenal, you had Laporte coming over to cover in the left-back position and Mendy playing as a out-and-out left midfielder. Um, if you look at his kind of average position on the pitch, it was inside the opposition half, which you never see for a left-back. Guardiola was actually giving out as well, saying that Mendy at stages was playing like a centre forward. So, you see, last week he had two assists. Um, he had another shot on target. I think in terms of like the the bigger prices as well, if you're looking for a first goal scorer here, um, you know, or a last goal scorer anytime, getting Mendy at a big price might be a way to go. The um, does it say something about how fucked the rest of the league are that City can lose De Bruyne? And they're still paying a dollar eight this weekend. Like, what is there another team in the league that you could say that of? That if they lose, so say United lose Pogba, say Chelsea lose sort of any of their stars, your it materially affects those teams. City lose arguably the you know the best player in the league last year, and they're they're completely fine. <laughs> well, if you actually. Um even look at the next six fixtures we had a request there from a customer you put it up it's uh, basically about a 45% chance uh, City win their next six games Amazing. what? so the dominance their fixtures are very very friendly and I think after that six games I think they rock up and play Liverpool mm. that's going to be all hell that might be the season there that's the line to draw. Anyway, we'll move on quickly. Uh, Brighton versus United is the uh, is the next one we're going to talk about, purely because I want to have a quick chat about uh, how average Man United were last week. Um, scored after mere seconds against Leicester. Uh, Pogba wrestling the penalty away from Alexis Sanchez. Um, a bit awkward. Um, the run-up filled me with dread, but then obviously a, a nice finish. And then United seemed to think that they'd had the job done and then uh, shut up, sh- shut up shop. Um, and yeah, Shaw kind of seemed like the only player who was kind of out there trying to prove a point. The rest of them, it was embarrassing watching um, Leicester knock it around like they were their home team. Um, does that mean anything? Uh, I don't know. Uh, going into this game, United are paying, let me have a look. They are $1.67, Brighton $5, the draw three fifty. Um they feel like the longest odds I've seen of the top five teams, other than Chelsea and Arsenal. Um, are they going to get rolled here by Brighton? Yeah, I, I think that they are short and and Brighton. Brighton were poor last week. Um, they were poor. Against, against Watford, who themselves will probably be a bottom five team. I mean, Brighton gave gave nothing whatsoever. So, But one thing I would say, you know, Brighton at home... They are kind of reasonably stingy. Um, you wouldn't expect Man United to to score many goals. I could see Man United like last week kind of eking out a, a one goal victory, um, p- perhaps kind of one nil. Um, I, I kind of like the United to win to nil. That's two sixty three. But also probably the, the better one is the nil all draw at, at eight bucks. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> as I said last week. Um, United will just, uh, at the end of the day, look back, they've got three points, they do it dirty, it's 
terrible to watch. United fans must be in despair. Um, we're probably going to see pretty much the same again this week. Uh, Brighton are no good, but uh, this should give them a bit of a game at home. Um, but, you know, United winning 1-0, something like that seems to be the way to go. I think that's probably fair. Are there any other games this weekend that uh, pique your interest from a betting point of view? There's fuck all else from a sort of actual interest point of view. Tottenham Fulham, I guess, is probably the only other game you look at. Tottenham dollar twenty five in that one, Fulham $10. Fulham were not the team I was expecting in that opening weekend. I think most people um, are of that view. I think, I think it will take them time to, to gel all those players in. They also have some, you know, bad injuries defensively as well, which has kind of, you know, changed how they play as well. They were, you know, Palace were, were quite good, but on other days you could see Fulham. They had many chances. Mitrovic had seven shots in the game. Um, I expect he's going to score quite a few goals for, for them this year and they will be absolutely fine. Um, they won't be involved in the, think in the relegation bit, battle. I think Spurs look a bit short. Mm. Um, you know a lot of their team just coming back from a World Cup or something it's not like they're fully up and running I guess there's a few questions over a few of them maybe targets on their back from Spain with their transfer window still open Um, yeah I think the lay of the week I'm going to say it's Spurs I I think with with this game here with with Fulham they're better than your average team who's gotten promoted um, for sure over the last few years but in the last five seasons um, Spurs at home to all the promoted teams have won every game and they've won 12 of those 15 games to nil so Spurs are I think $2.10 to win to nil that's potentially a bit of value as, as Dave sorry says, I want to retract my statement <laughs> after themselves as, as, uh, your honour um. <laughs> as, as Dave said though like Spurs aren't going through a lot of these kind of um, lower ranked teams at home as well so you know a 1-0 or a 2-0 as well probably Potentially, anyway, a bit of value there. Very nice. Um, and just to round things off, um, we'll, we'll we'll pull the pin there because uh, the rest of the games don't really bear thinking about. Leicester City versus Wolves might be the only other one that might be um, worth a gander, but um, I don't think we're going to pull any sort of bets out of our asses there. Um, just a best bet for the oh, weekend. I can if you want. Oh, yeah, go on, let's do it. <laughs> well, I, I actually really like this one for the... For entertainment, for one, I think it's mm. definitely a game worth watching. Um, I think it's it's midnight on, on Saturday night. Um, if you've um, managed to stay awake after the Cardiff-Newcastle game. But uh, Wolves score a lot of goals. You've seen them last week. They were two all, incredibly open. Scored tons of goals in the championship. Leicester also, um, I think 62% of games, Leicester's games, um, was both teams to score last year. So you're getting a dollar eighty-three on the both teams to score here. It's worth watching the game anyway and uh, have that bet. And I think you've got a Two of the a best goals of the weekend as well from Wolves, the one straight from the corner. Yeah, and, and Neves is different class. Oh. At 21, he is going to be a phenomenal player. That's, I mean, the, the, the first one is more eye-catching because it's the volley from the corner. Um, takes a little deflection, but like sensational. But the second goal... Get fucked. That is just, that is just a sensational finish. Mm-hmm. Just pings it over the goalkeeper's shoulder from the narrowest of angles just yeah that that was the like the thing the the, the most important impressive performance of the weekend for me have you got anything else that you like this weekend uh, we didn't mention Everton I think I mean they're probably a bit too short but a dollar 83 something like that um they'll just beat Southampton they're, there's just a bit of a feel good factor about them they're unlucky with the sending off last week Southampton are no good can't score um Get on some of them goal scores, especially around Mendy, I guess, any time. 
and send in recommendations for better looking keepers than Alison. Before him, we'd Steve Grizovich and <laughs> Steve Grizovich. I wonder what he's up to these days. Was he uh, Coventry goalkeeper, the one who plays his mid- the Coventry uh, yeah. goalkeeping coach? Yeah. But, uh, oh, sorry, I'm a good chance he could be still the Coventry keeper. Yeah, Neville, their- uh, speaking of good-looking goalkeepers, Neville Southall. I'm trying to think. Like, let's go through the '90s goalkeeper. Yeah, God, they weren't they weren't a good-looking Ed- bunch. Ed Ahoy was uh, was right up there in the looks as well. Yeah. Certainly in the tashes, uh, right? Dimitri Karine with the tracksuits for Chelsea. Yeah, God, the, yeah, unspeakably ugly. Um... God, there were some, there were some genuine rotters. Tashes were all the goal as well, weren't they? Seaman and Martin, they were in there. With I the would say Tony, Tony Colton. I would Man say David, Robler. David Robler. Seaman was a handsome man, wasn't he? Like not, not like by today's standards, like but standard, by, yeah. but like yeah, well, a, a more of a sort of disconcerting, uh, disconcerting sort of like dad. That's more kind of my vibe. Um, Tweets, yeah. please, about the best looking keeper. We've named the the other side of the coin. Um, are we allowed to say that? <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, of course we are. Uh, anything Don't else you learned too. from this weekend, this last weekend? Don't read too much into into one game. I would say that's that's the first thing. You're you're not going to find out a hell of a lot. Yeah. Um, you you know we come up with all these kind of stories in our head after after one game. Things can change massively in the, after game two, and you're going to see some performances here um, that you didn't see other games in game one. I think it just confirms from the first week that the the title race is a two horse race. Um, and I guess for a lot of Aussies that have the Leeds connection with Viduk and Kuehl, uh, they seem to be back um, from the championship. That's the other thing to call it. I was going to say, huh? I was going to say Leeds. I was like, I was. I thought for a second you were saying that Viduka and Thingy were back. I was like, what? That what's happening? And no, no, they did look good. The Bielsa, Bielsa thing. Everything, everything I've heard about him is that he's one of these guys who will get incredible results and can change the culture at a club quickly. And there is no. There is no club in English football that needed its culture changed more than Leeds did. But it seems like there's a big burnout risk as well there because he's demanding so much so constantly. Um, but they're f- a fascinating team to watch this season. You've, you got to, you've got to see his interview on YouTube as well after after the first game with his translator. It's absolutely gold. <laughs> What's give us a brief, give us a pricey of what happens? Well, he's actually talking. Uh, he's he's trying to. He's getting the questions dictated back to him, and taking about thirty seconds to you know formulate his response and actually get that from his mouth through the translator back. It's just brilliant. You just hey, got yeah. to see it. Just a word or two. Yeah. <laughs> the um the only other thing I've noticed this weekend, Maurizio Sarri's sideline attire. Um, among the sloppiest in the history of and, and what about chewing, chewing like a dirty fag bastard <laughs> his fag ends. chewing fag ends because he can't smoke sideline would he be allowed to vape on the sideline I'd say that's probably frowned upon as well but like days. just just like someone give him a nicorette patch or some <laughs> chewing gum like Jesus Christ <laughs> like or the- start picking your uh your bottom or nose like um, yeah, Yogi, Yogi Love. Yogi, Yogi, Yogi Love. <laughs> it's not so. My problem with Yogi Love is not so much the picking; it's the sniffing. It's yeah. the sniffing <laughs> afterwards. That's. I mean, that's just inexcusable. Um, and actually, special mention to Wayne Rooney. If anyone hasn't seen his his block as they're about to win us five minutes into injury time, to then pin it across the box. And he scored twice since, was it, during the week? Yeah, got a, got a free kick as well, yesterday as well. So he's, and he's going this, along this well. And by this, this is DC United who are crap. They are now within a chance of getting into the playoffs. Is that true? Yeah. I, I, I mean, the, the vision of that is sensational. That it's, it's two all, they need to win, the keepers come forward. Um, 
And and the 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 actual pace he manages to get up, he actually genuinely looks fast. He doesn't look Kyle Walker fast. Um, there was a moment at the weekend when he did a uh, an overlap against Arsenal where he genuinely made up like fifty yards in about two seconds. Was going so fast that the through ball almost he almost beats the through ball and he has to stop. Um, it wasn't that fast, but then to the, the the tackle was the best part of that. I think is the he absolutely sends the guy flying, wins the ball cleanly. It's probably the type of thing that were another player on the field might have been given as a free kick, but the the referee sees, oh yeah, this is one of our uh, franchise players, we'll we'll let him off. And then he just pings this, that pass is sensational. Uh, 80 yards, sort of, probably a slight exaggeration. Sorry to finish off, speaking about referees, have you heard the rumours about Bobby Madley, the EPL? No, uh, I haven't heard the rumours. He's retired at 32, and um, what the rumours are cannot be repeated on the podcast. Well, Let's use co-words and I'll decide whether we can cut this out or not. Okay, so Bobby Madley was supposed to have had an affair with the same name as an ex-English wicketkeeper. Okay. So it, that's my... Um, that's as cryptic as you're going to get, isn't well, it? I think, it's fine. I think it's fine because we probably... Just, just type in um, Madley into Twitter and I think that's going to tell you everything you need. M-A-D-L-E-Y type it into wait, Twitter wait, wait. we shouldn't be encouraging this because no, I, I, it is rumours I I, like, I, but my cryptic clue if um, this ex-English wicketkeeper was also a very good artist he'd be often seen at Lords there painting us in the, as the test match has gone on yeah okay when well, you see the name um, it should I mean this is you uh, with the connection no I'm trying to think of it <laughs> it doesn't seem like a reason to quit anyway but um, oh this, believe me this is <laughs> this is the number one reason any referee would ever quit their job. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, not only are you getting great betting advice, you're also getting a bit of scandal. Um, and uh, I, no, I endorse that fully. Uh, thank you very much, gentlemen. I'll um, I'll tot up your tips after you leave and we'll see how uh, see how you go this weekend. We'll turn this into a bit of a head-to-head so that, you know, add a bit of tension to the podcast. Um, thanks very much. Appreciate it very much. Be good. Yes. <laughs>